Yo, 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 we is back. Episode, I don't know, I think it's 13 of the Not The Same Podcast Bible Study. Robert Dean, what's up, bro? How you doing, brother? Man, I'm I'm alive, man. I'm happy. Uh, got a got a nice little email with some more money coming to me right now. In Jesus' name, if that offends you, I'm sorry. I like it though. <laughs> it offends you, then be broke. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm not saying it. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. It is just a joke. It's just a joke. But nah, man. Hey, God is good, man. I'm happy, man. Uh, God has been good, man. Every time I look at us on this camera, man, I just thank God. God is just good you know to some people it may not even be a big deal but for me brother i am happy yeah, man good evening yeah. miss winder what's How you up, doing Ms. man Wanda? thank you thank you for tuning in yes everybody if you if you're watching on any on one of rob's pages or one of my personal pages slide over to the not the same podcast uh page on facebook yeah. or if you're on youtube you know wherever you're watching yeah we just want you to come to the not the same podcast page just in case you have any questions or comments Doing this Bible study, we want to see you. We want to see you. And say what's up, man. If you're watching right now, you know what I'm saying? Say what's up. Let us know how you're doing tonight. Before we get into the subject at hand, I think this is uh, this is going to be a blessing, man. Being that, Rob, I know you work in the corporate world. I believe it was uh, Daryl Pulliam. What's up, fam? How you doing? Uh, hey, what's up, Daryl? How you doing, brother? I know you uh, work in the corporate world. I believe, was it last month or this month was the Suicide Awareness Month? I think it, it was um, month. last month. It, last it month, start right? Off, it may have started off this month. Yeah. Brother Towns, what's up, bro? Brother Paul Towns, how you doing, sir? What's going on, brother? Yeah, man. So, you know, uh, God gave me this this uh, subject for us to dig into while taking a shower of all places, man. I was A lot of times when I t- take a shower, man, I play some music, worship music, that is. Brother be going in, crying and all that. You can't tell, though, because the water coming down. So it's just all blend in, bro. Right? And, uh, you know, God gave me this. You know what I'm saying? Talk about you are loved. I'm like, all right, but from what? Then he broke it down. You know how the Lord do, just like Rob. Yeah, man. When he give it to you, Rob, you just get the subject, then God start filling in all the blanks. Anybody that yeah. preaches or uh, teaches, y'all know what I'm talking about. God will just give you a subject. And then all of a sudden you go to research and he started giving more light and more light and more light. Like so flying off the page, boy. And then you get to reading this stuff and then you crying and you supposed to be talking about it, <laughs> but it's tearing you up. You know, that's, that's the awesomeness of God's Holy spirit. Anyway, man, that's enough of my rambling, man. Like I said, if you're watching, give us a like, subscribe, all that good new, good stuff. But let's get into the subject at hand tonight. The subject is, and it's going to be five reasons to know that you are loved by God. Once again, five reasons to know that you are loved by God. Reason number one, you, in parentheses, mankind, which means me, Rob, all of us within mankind, are his greatest creation. One of the greatest things that God ever created is not the earth, it's not the angels, it's not the animals, it's you. You are the greatest thing God ever created. And we have to remember that because of all the things that God created, we are the only one that have a will. Animals don't have free will. 
plants ain't got no free will. We the only ones that can make our own decisions and, you know, make the decisions for our life. So that's an awesome thing. Number two, he will actually communicate with you. So he ain't just made you and created you, but he will actually talk and communicate with you. Sometimes we forget that. You know, we think that, you know, God is not listening. He's not talking. We just not not knowing how to listen the right way. God is always talking. His Holy Spirit always speaks to us all the time. Number four, the story of the prodigal son. Once we read that, you will understand what that means. But all of us have been prodigal sons or prodigal daughters within our lifetime. And the last one, one of the most important points, he said his son to die so that you can live. Once again, he sent his son to die. So you, me, Rob, Miss Winder, Daryl, our brother Paul, everybody who's watching tonight, so they can y'all can live. Right. God sent his son to die so we could be able to live. All right, so we're gonna get into the first subject. The first subject, like I said, you are his greatest creation. The first script well, the scriptures we're gonna be going to to talk about this is Genesis 1 and 27, then Psalms 139 and 14. And J-E-R, which is Jeremiah 1-5. Once again, as you can see on the screen, if you can't write it down, take a screenshot right quick if you want to keep up with us. You know what I mean? Genesis 1, 27, Psalms 139 and 14, and Jeremiah 1 and 5. All right? So we're going to go into this Genesis 1, 27. Uh, Rob, you got anything to add on this before we go up in here? No, nah, man, I'm excited to go ahead and dig in, man. Let's dig in. And that's just my screen. Here we go. But here's the scripture. Here's the scripture. All right. Let's see. 27 says, uh, well, we're going to start with 26. Then God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and all the birds, uh, uh, all the birds of the heavens and over the livestock and over all the earth and every creepeth, creeping thing that creeps on the earth. I'm, I'm speaking. I'm thinking King James creepeth. You know what I mean? So God created man in his own image, the image of God in the image of God. He created him male and female. He created them. So a lot of times when we say mankind. Revert back to this. He created male and female. He created them. But look, we are literally in. We are the image of God. Right. Like we can't never forget that because a lot of times in life you deal with stress. You deal with, you know, all this stuff that we deal with as adults you know what i'm saying and you forget that you are created in the image of god you are a reflection of him and you don't forget that you know and it hit my heart man because you know with covid going on and all this stuff that's that's been a whole lot of suicides whole lot of divorces you know what i'm saying a lot of uh, uh abuse like when yeah. we had our guy yeah. on that was talking about the abuse from team mason yep yeah you know what i'm saying there's been a lot of that going on and we have to remember who we are God created us in his image, and we can never, ever forget that. Know what I mean? Now, you got something, Rob? No, I was just going to say, you know, you hear a lot of non-Christians always quote this, we made in God's image, but they treat us a certain way or this, but then they deny the very power of, but it just goes to show you whether you're a non-believer or not. This isn't, you hear this in songs all the time, and this is where they actually got it from. It came yeah. from scriptures. So like C say all the time, a lot of the sayings that people say actually came from the Bible. That saying we are made in his image. This is where they get it from. This is facts. I can't see this slide, Rob. What did I, did I say? 139? Psalms 139 and 14. You should start it probably at 13, though, brother. Got you. Got you. Thank you, sir. Hold on one second. <clears throat> 
And remember, we read not the ESV. So if you got a NLT, an Amplified Bible, the words may differ, but we are talking about the same thing. Yes. All right. For for you formed my inward parts. You knitted me together in my mother's womb. I praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Made wonderful are your works. My soul knows it every well. We always got to remember God formed us in our mother's womb. Right. Yeah, he man. knew us before we even hit our mother's womb. And we are fearfully and wonderfully made. This tonight is going to be an encouragement for someone who feels like they're not worth it. They're right. worthless. You know what I mean? Right. Because we all have those feelings, whatever it may be, you know, to the person that may be going through. You try to get a promotion or something at your job and you were denied. And, you know, you had in your heart. I know I'm going to get it. I know I'm going to get it. You know what I mean? And then all of a sudden you didn't get it and you feel worthless. You feel less than or you have a spouse that maybe be talking reckless to you. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? And you it, it for us, man, our confidence, our pride, as we say, it is what it is. But our confidence and our pride is mega important. And when we lose it, it breaks us, you know, or whatever it may be. Remember, you are fearfully and wonderfully made. The scripture says that. Right here in Psalms 139 and uh, 13 and 14 said, I will praise you for I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works. My soul knows it very well. And when the wonderful work is he created you, created yeah. me, created everybody who's watching this uh, show tonight. Yeah, definitely. Um, I want to say this also debunks anybody who's ever heard that you're a mistake. God created yeah, you in, your, in the inward rooms. You're not a mistake. If you had that baby. It, regardless, God knew what was coming. So don't ever feel like the baby you had was a mistake. Don't ever feel like you were a mistake. That's a lie from the pits of hell. Absolutely. And you are truthfully, fearfully, and wonderfully made. I don't care if you're still in your 40s, 30s, whatever your age range is. Yeah, if you've heard all your life, you were a mistake. You wasn't a mistake in God's eyes. So don't ever let that make you be encouraged. <clears throat> and a lot of people grew up dealing with that, with parents that were kids themselves raising children. And the stresses of life start hitting them. They start saying this slick, crazy stuff to their kids and not recognize what it do to those kids. You know right. what I mean? So like Rob said, man, we were definitely fearfully and wonder wonderfully made. Do not ever forget that. Do not right. ever, ever forget that. Are right, we you're going to Jeremiah? It. What you say, bro? <clears throat> I, I was saying that just remember you're worth it. I don't care what you're going through or what he or she, she said to you. You're worth it. <clears throat> so this is uh, we're in the book of Jeremiah. Chapter 1, verse 5. Mm. We're going to start at verse 4, though. Now, the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. I just said that a second ago. Before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. Now, everybody's not a prophet in the sense of, you know, uh, I don't know, reading people's mail, so to speak, calling out social security right, right, numbers. Right, Everybody's right, not right. in that sense, but everybody are call, is called a prophesy or speak of the good news of the Lord. And God knew what you were going to be before you was even formed in the womb. Other words, he had a purpose and plan for you. That is, This is one of the first ways to know that you are love. Would you, right. being a person, prepare, like for example, when you have a child, and you know your child is coming, you preparing a nursery and you painting the room, you know, you're getting the you getting the crib together, you're doing all that, you preparing a place for that child because you know the child is coming. But why are you doing it? Because you love them, right? right? You love them. You want them to be comfortable, you want the best for them. And that's what you do when you love someone. And that's what God has done for us. You know what I mean? He prepared mm -hmm. this place, he prepared where we at 
our lives and everything, all these talents and gifts that we had, man, he gave that to us. We didn't just stumble onto it. You know, like uh, later in life, I learned how to do graphics or whatever. God put that in me before I was born. You know what I'm saying? I was birthed to do some of these things just like you were. So never forget that. Number two, he will actually communicate with you. Now, there are so many people that feel like God ain't talking. He's not speaking. You know, God won't talk to me. I am so bad that God will not talk to me. That is a lie from the pit of hell. God will talk to you. Even in your worst state, he will talk to you. You know what I mean? Even your most wrong, when you doing the most ratchet thing, he still be talking. You just be trying to, you you be like this, I don't want to hear that. I'm going to do what I'm about to do. (laughs) You ain't (laughs) trying to hear it at the time. You know what I mean? You trying to do whatever you're doing. All right, so we're going to go to Jeremiah 29 and 12, and then also 33 and 3. Go to the Bible. Let's see here. We're going to go to, give me a second here. Give me a second here as we move. Rob, you got anything on that? Let's see. No, nah, just um, like we say, we've been saying this since we started the Bible study. Scripture interprets Scripture. If you notice, we went from Psalms 139 and 14, and Jeremiah yep. 1 and 5 said the exact same thing. Just to let you know, again, you're worth it. You're not a mistake, man. Right. So I'm going to go back. This is not uh, exactly what I meant to read, but I want this to, uh, this is a very, very good scripture that I think we all need to hear anyway. So we're going to start at 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord, plans of welfare and not evil or goodness, uh, to give you a future and a hope. This is God speaking in the word, speaking to Jeremiah. And Jeremiah was a prophet. So these words we can receive, though, because this was a prophet speaking to future people, us. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, to give you a future and a hope. Then you will call upon me and come and pray to me and I will hear you. You will seek and you will find me when you seek me with all your heart. I will be found by you, declares the Lord. So you got to remember that. To know things about God is you have to understand his scripture. You know, you can't stand on scripture if you don't know scripture. Like Rob just said, scripture interprets scripture, but it ain't going to interpret nothing if you don't know it, if you're not getting it, right? If you're not reading it, you won't see that it interprets. But for you that feels like God would not, answer you he says right here in jeremiah the old testament in the old covenant that we in a new better covenant with better promises and better all uh, the more all the more for us he even said back then when you call upon me and come and pray to me i will hear you you will seek me and find me when you seek me with all your heart and i will be found by you declares the lord Uh, what was the next one i think it was 33 was that right? 33 and 3 I think the biggest thing about that last one, though, see, is we got to do it with all our heart. A lot of times we go half-heartedly, and when it don't go our way, we give up. Keep pressing. Say that again, brother. No, I'm just saying keep pressing. You know, sometimes when it don't happen instantaneously, we always want to just give up and be like, God ain't listening. He not hearing us. But he said when you seek with all your heart, if you're going in half-heartedly, God not a man that he should lie. So stand on these promises that we are um, sharing with y'all. <clears throat> All right, we're going uh, to start at number one. This is something, yeah. Uh, yeah. a prophet, a word that came to the prophet Jeremiah, but we can receive this too as well for us. The yeah. word of the Lord came to Jeremiah a second time while he was still shut up in the court, court of the guard. Thus says the Lord who made the earth, the Lord, the Lord who formed it and established it, 
The Lord is his name. Call to me and I will answer you and will tell you the great and hidden things that you have not known. For thus says the Lord, the God of Israel, concerning the houses of the city and the houses of the kings of Judah that were uh, torn down and make a defense. Well, we're going to stop right here. But the, the part I want to point out is call unto me and I will answer you and I will tell you great hidden things that you have not known. God yeah. will share things to you that you don't know. The Holy Spirit speaks all the time there's been plenty of times when i've been in traffic and i felt led by the holy spirit don't go that way and i don't see what happened but i don't all i know he told me don't go that way and i listen and it's been times where i literally heard him say stop and i stopped and a wreck happened right in front of me now am i special no I'm just listening <laughs> you know what right. i mean i'm asking the holy spirit to speak to me and then i'm willing to listen this happens for any believer the holy spirit is alive in all of us but we yeah. have to listen. Holy Spirit is part of the Godhead. So if Holy Spirit is speaking to you, God is speaking to you. Just in case you was wondering about that. Holy Spirit is part of God. So if the Holy Spirit tells you something, listen. But we also got to know what his voice is. There's other scriptures that say the still small voice. Mm -hmm. It's a very small voice. It's not loud a lot of times. It's not, hey. A lot of times it's, hey. You know what I mean? Right. However, but in the tone, I'm not saying that sounding like me. I'm not going to be speaking in your ear. <laughs> if I am, you know, uh, they got doctors for that. <laughs> he made them doctors, too, <laughs> that can help you in that area. But, nah, man, you know, it'll be a still, a, a, a still, still small voice sometimes. Most of the time, almost all the time, speaking to you if you listen. All right. And uh, let me check this out. We're going to go to Psalms 34 and 17. Psalms 34 and 17. As we go deeper, go deeper into this. All right. Let me find the scripture here and pull it up so y'all can see it. All right. We'll go up to 17. All right. Here's another thing that you can take for yourself. Psalms are a lot of, you know, I ain't going to say one hitters, but they're like small thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Some of them are songs and other ones are prayers. Other ones are just confessions. But Psalms, uh, I'm going to start. 15 go down to 17 the eyes of the lord are toward the righteous and his ears are toward their cry if you love jesus you are saved his ears are towards you the face of the face of the lord is against those who do evil <laughs> cut off the cut off the memory from the earth remember this this is the old testament you know his patience was a little bit shorter back then grace wasn't so big <laughs> uh when a righteous cry for help the lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles the Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. So once again, when a righteous cry for help, the Lord hears and delivers them out of all their troubles. The Lord is near to the brokenhearted and saves the crushed in spirit. So a lot of us line up in one of these spots. You know, so a lot of us been brokenhearted by life, whatever it may be. But right. one thing we got to do, we got to cry. Not literally. Now, sometimes you may literally sometimes, cry. Sometimes, sometimes you yeah. may be literally crying, but you need what, what it means by cry. You reaching out to God for help. You know, before we call anybody else, we need to be seeking out to God for whatever the reason, whatever it may be. Money, you know, health situation, somebody catch cancer, catch COVID, something like that. The first person we need to be consulting with is God. You know what I mean? Not the insurance, not the doctor, the doctor, the doctor, 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 but. The doctor that made the doctor, holler at him, right, and right. then let him lead you on what we need to do. And a lot of times he may tell you, hey, go get this, take this, whatever. Go see this doctor, blah, 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 blah. But we need to listen and tune in to him. What's the next one, Rob? 
Um, you got Isaiah 59 and 2. All right. My bad, bro. I'm leaving it yet. He had anything to say on that? Oh, no, sir. You you in pocket, brother. Yeah, I will be when I see Isaiah. I keep looking over it. Where is your Isaiah? Hi, Isaiah. He be hiding behind songs of Solomon. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> Isaiah, what? Say it again, bro. <laughs> <laughs> 59 and 2. <laughs> you know, I ain't, ain't going to blame him. You know, Solomon had. Yeah. Just read about Solomon. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> all I'm going to say, brother. Isaiah all right, 59 and 2. Behold, Isaiah 59 and 2, and we're going to start with number one. Behold, the Lord's hand is not shortened that it cannot say, or his ear dull that it cannot hear. But your iniquities, I wanted to do this one last on purpose, but your iniquities, a.k.a. another word for iniquities is sin, sin. has made a separation between you and God. And we're going to go even further. And your sins have hidden his face from you so that he does not hear. Now, there are cases where you reaching out and you ain't getting a response real, real quick because he he ain't he ain't rocking with you right now because you living right. like extra ratchet. You know what I mean? Right, right. You know, you 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 doing all the things that go against his will. And, you know, that's why it, it's very, very wise. When you come to the Lord, one of the first things you do when you start praying, here, here's a freebie. Repent. Repent. <laughs> get yourself get yourself straight so he'll be listening to you <laughs> you know clean, clean your closet hey, hey. you know eminem had that song cleaning out your closet now nah, go, go on right. and go, go on and repent you know share with the lord hey lord i've been doing this 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 i'm sorry i repent repent I pray wholeheartedly you, me. Yeah. you know what i'm saying be serious about it and then go to him and make your request known the things that you need or what you're praying about or whatever so i didn't say that earlier but it would be very very wise before yeah. you go to the Lord, you know what I'm saying? No, no, I'm saying. You know what I'm saying? You gonna need. You should repent. Yeah, Please repent. repent. Or, or as they did in the um, as they did in the Old Testament, ashes and sackcloth. If you ever see that, <laughs> that's a form of repentance. Form of repentance. You know what I'm saying? They put dust on the head. You know. You know, hey, preachers don't like getting the hair dirty. You gonna get dirty. Yeah. Get your, hey, look, I repent in sackcloth Listen, and ashes. And ashes. Like if you, <laughs> you ever they, read ashes and sackcloth, that means they yeah. are humbling themselves to the fullest, and that's or what we got to do. Uh, they tore their clothes. They tore their clothes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. All right, not man, like get, not like the Pharisees and Sadducees. They was yeah, just not tripping. Like, not like them. They just not like them cats. Ratchet. All right. <clears throat> Excuse me. This weather touching me a little bit too, Rob. But anyway, uh. Number we three, get through it, brother. We gonna get yeah, through I am. it. We both gonna get through it in Jesus' name. Number three, Jesus he is name. always there for you. I'm gonna say that again. He, which is God, is always yeah. there for you. God Please never fails that. you. Never fails you. He has never failed you, and he never will fail you. But remember that last scripture we said: your sin does make a difference. Yeah. You know that kind of limits some things because he hates sin. You know what I'm saying? He hates sin. But he loves you. Yeah. So how do we circumvent it? Repent. Yeah. <laughs> For the kingdom of heaven is at hand. Repent. You know what I mean? So a we lot go of into times we want God to bless our mess, and that's just the bottom line. We know we extra wrong, yeah. but we still praying for God to do something that you know don't line up with his word. And it just he he don't operate like that. He definitely don't. Or you be wanting to bless God in your mess instead of bless God to get you out the mess. You know, and allow mm -hmm. him to get you out the mess, like you know, uh, to go with what Rob was saying. <clears throat> Excuse mm -hmm. me, to go with what Rob was saying. You know, because 
lot of times we like our mess. You know, we gonna keep it one thousand. A lot of times we like our mess. Yeah, we'll make excuses for it in a heartbeat. Yeah. So, uh, Deuteronomy thirty-one and verse six. Uh, I like to go up a little bit further. Oh yeah. So this is back in the times when there was kings and stuff, and God was uh, allowing you to take care of them, especially the ones that was against His <laughs> His will. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So uh, anyway, and the Lord would give. He, uh, let me just start up. Let's start at the top. It's hard for me not to do that. So Moses continued to speak these words to all Israel, and he said to them, "I am 120 years old today. Let that sink in." Right. And, and that was back. That's when the age had got cut. Back in the day, they was living 900 something years, and he was yeah. 120. Ooh. Thank you, Jesus. Just give me, now I take 120, but I want all my health and strength, though. Uh, (laughs) I'm 120 years old today. I'm no longer able to go out and come in. The Lord has said to me, you shall not go over to this Jordan. The Lord your God himself will go over before you and destroy these nations before you so that you shall dispose them. And and Joshua will go over at your head. As the Lord has spoken, and the Lord would do to them as he did to Sihon, which and all the kings of the Amorites. Uh, here's a little secret. Those were giants. He was getting them giants out the earth. But that's for another Bible study. That's for another Bible study. Because they that's did exist. One. Yeah. They were they nine foot talls was was around here. Uh and all the kings of the Amorites. And to their land when he destroyed them, uh, and to their land when he destroyed them. And the Lord will give them over to you and you shall do to them according to the whole commandment that I have commanded you. Now, be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them, for it is the Lord your God who goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Now, that's a very common scripture. You hear a lot of people say that. But the reason I go back and go and read so you can get the context. Yes, you can claim this for yourself, obviously. But. I don't know who that is. That's one of it them. Ain't, but yeah, right. I, I don't. I'm, you hearing it too? Yeah. We'll just keep it right, moving. We'll keep it moving. But anyway, uh, well, that helped it. So <clears throat> he's saying, "Be strong and courageous. Do not fear or be in dread of them." And what he's speaking of is those kings, those giants, those abominations, basically. And uh, it is the Lord your God that goes with you. He will not leave you or forsake you. Now, a lot of us take that. He will not leave you or forsake you. What they was coming up against was giants. Now we can take other things and say, and we can take this for us as well because he ain't right. gonna leave us neither. We in a right. better covenant than even these people had, even than Moses had. <clears throat> so that shows that he will not leave you or forsake you. God is always with you. That scripture to say, even if you raise your head in hell, he is still there. Mm. Yep, you can't be separated. But he ain't helping you. That's the only right. problem. <laughs> you know, you chose to go there, and uh, that's a shame. All right, um, the next one. Oh, go ahead, bro. My bad. No, I wanted to say if you if you go on to read this, because I, I always in Joshua, uh, when Joshua took over, said the same thing. Yeah. These very words, he said, Remember, I, um, be strong and courageous. And he also said, Study the word of the law every day and night to keep it in your heart. And yeah. um he, he said, I would not leave you nor forsake you. So this this is one of the scriptures when I first got saved. This one in Joshua that I really stood on because um Look, you might not have giants in a literal sense, but we are facing giants in our testing trials that we may be going through. And you need to know that God said he would not leave you nor forsake you. But you have to be in his will. You can't be in your mess. You got to be in a repentant state in order to get those privileges. And I just I never want to 
come on here and make it seem like you can live how you want to live. Because if you look at a lot of this new age, it's how you feel, what you mm -hmm. want to do. God understands. Mm -hmm. and, and I want you to understand that God understands his word and his word is not going to return back to him void. So if you want these promises that God has given you, then you yeah. have to be in his covenant. What, what is Daryl saying? We'll put this up right quick. This is where I am. I'm trying to live holy, but I can lie even through my heart. I really want to live holy. I like a mess. Oh, I'm probably saying I, I like live a like mess. a mess. Yeah. At least I, I think I like it. So I need the Lord to remove the desire or at least strengthen me to overcome. Even in my mess, he will listen because my heart wants to change. Yes, he will listen. Yeah, yeah, he will, Daryl. He will. <clears throat> he definitely will. And this next scripture we're going to go to, actually, thank God for the Holy Spirit. Stay tuned to this, Daryl. This next scripture where we're going to Romans, uh, really supposed to start at 8. We're going to start at 6. So this is perfect for the thing that you said. For while we were still weak at the right yeah. time, Christ died for the ungodly. For one will scarcely die for a righteous person, though perhaps a good person, one would dare to even die. But God shows his love for us in that while we were still sinners, Christ died for us. Since since. Uh, therefore, we have now been been justified by his blood. Much more shall we be saved by him from the wrath of God. For if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God by the death of his son. Much more. Now that we are reconciled, reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. So, you know, going to. Uh, to what our brother asked, you know, brother Daryl said, man, this scripture really answers that, man. Like even while you weak, man, if your heart. Is right. reaching out and wanting to live holy. God will help you. He got. He will help you. But you know, let me give you this advice for anybody trying to overcome anything, whatever it is you're trying to overcome, brother. Take the small victories. Don't beat yourself up because you're not totally out. Right. Let's use this for example. And I know you didn't say this, but this just be a prime example. Say you had a problem smoking cigarettes, right? And you say, I want to stop. But at this present moment, you smoking two packs a day. That's a lot of cigarettes. But at this present moment, and you go from smoking two and you get to one. Before every time you will smoke, you'll be like, thank you, God, that you're helping me be free from this. And if you get down to one, praise God. I'm down to one. And praise him all the way until he fully pulled you out. Some people get this instant manifesta right. manifestation, manifestation of freedom. Yeah. Other people, you got to walk it out. You know what I mean? You have to walk it out. And what I mean by walking out is day by day by day by day. You know, a lot of, you know, for me personally, I've been saved since I was 13. But there's a lot of stuff and fell out, fell off in over 20 years. But some of them took years to get rid of. So, right. my brother, don't quit, man. Keep going. Yeah. Don't give up, brother. Just keep going. Keep going. And every win, take it as a victory. Every small win, take it as a victory. Don't get discouraged, like I said earlier, just because you haven't totally got free or you're not, you know, whatever, if your mind is not totally always on him. That's a very, very hard thing for anybody, any Christian. It's very hard right. for us to keep right. our mind on Jesus because we got so many distractions in this earth. Rob, you want to got anything to say to yeah, that? Yeah, I, I just wanted to say, I mean, celebrate the small victories, but the biggest thing, man, like when you mess up, it's the enemy that's going to make you feel like you're a failure. Yes. It's the enemy. It's because you're so used to people always telling you, like, the way we live, people always want to say, I told you so. Like, yep. no matter what you've done, yep. they're always telling you, I told you so. See, I thought he was this, or I thought she was that. 
-hmm. And so then when you fall, it's always that one person that catches it and say, oh, I thought you was trying to fix this. Or I thought you was trying to do that. It don't matter. Like we said earlier, repent, repent, you know, ask God to forgive you and and move on. And like C said, more than anything, man, celebrate those small victories because people people deal with different stuff it may be liquor it may be act you know it may be um cigarettes it may be porn yeah. like stuff that people don't want to talk about because it's behind closed doors Absolutely. i commend you i tell you what daryl the fact that you said it on this bible study and we sharing it and we talking to you that right there shows hey i'm stepping out and i'm publicly proclaiming i want to do this thing right so yeah man celebrate that victory man glory be to god bro you're gonna get you're gonna get through it real talk because greater yeah. is he that is in you you know you ain't got to do it by yourself Highlight real. What's up, fam? How Highlight, you doing, sir? Appreciate on? you checking in. Uh, one more thing. Daryl had a question. He said, uh, where would, where in the world would you advise to start? I would say start reading in Matthew. Yeah. Start with the story of Jesus. Going that, you know, I wouldn't start automatically with the Old Testament because it's a lot of <laughs> confusing stuff that happened in there, man. But just start with the life of Jesus and understand him. And then go from there, read the New Testament, and then let the Lord lead you as you go from there, brother. And don't right. belittle, don't belittle the gospels. Like, man, I Do already not. know the story of Jesus. I'm nah, gonna tell you right again. now. Read that mug again, the accounts, and really read when he's talking to the disciples because it's a lot of things that we can learn from the disciples because that's what he was trying to do. Show them which way to go. Real talk. Yeah, man. Amen. All right, bro. Uh next, the number four. Number four of the five reasons that you know you love by God that he allowed to put the story of the prodigal son in the scriptures. This is a good story that we've all been this person. Me, mm-hmm. Rob, man, women, boys, and girls. We've all been. Where the dream came from. <laughs> for real, for real. We've all been that in different ways. You know, none of us are so holy that we ain't been through nothing, brother. We've all been through something. Yeah. And yeah. Uh, I thank God that, like the prodigal, uh, as you were reading this story, that he was there with open arms bringing us back. All right, so I'm going to read the whole story. Y'all bear with us because it's going to take a minute. But I think it's uh, apropos with my big words. But apropos. But uh, <laughs> apropos for us to read that uh, so you get the full picture of it. So Very we are good. at Luke. Uh, what was that scripture, man? What you say? Uh, Luke 15, 11 through, um, 11 through 32. You, That's you, what you, we're about to read right vein, now. Brother. You in the vein. Thank you, sir. In the vein. In the vein. The parable of the prodigal son. And he said the man who had uh, there was a man who had two sons and the younger of them said to his father, father, give me the share of property that is coming to me. And he divided his property between them. Back in the day, that was something that was given by fathers. They give, gave him land, you know, when mm-hmm. when a lot of dollar bills around there, there was coins. But, you know, land was very, very important. Actually, still is. Uh, yeah. And he divided the profit property, but the property between them. Not many days later, the younger son gathered all that he had and took a journey into a far country. And there he squandered his property in reckless living. And when he had spent everything, a severe famine arose in that country and and he began to be in need. So he went and hired himself out. What is it? Okay, went and hired himself out. One of the citizens of that country who sent him into his field to feed the pigs. So now he went from basically a royal home. So out there feeding pigs. Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He out there. And he was longing to be fed with the pods that the pigs ate, and no one gave him anything. This brother was so hungry, he wanted to eat what the pigs was eating. You ever seen a pig eat for real? What they be eating? 
That's some trash, slop. bro. Slop, slop, pure slop. You know, pigs one of the nastiest thing ever, but bacon be fire. I ain't gonna lie. Anyway, <laughs> I still like bacon. Like, hey, you offended? Fine, pass me your bacon. Uh, <laughs> anyway, hold up, son just popped in my screen. Excuse me. All right, but when he came to himself, he said, how many of my father's hired servants have more than enough bread, but I perish here with the hunger, which means the people that was like the maids of his house was eating better than him. He up here eating pig right. slop, right? And I will arise and go to my father, and I will say to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am Repeat. no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your hired, hired servants. And when he arose and came to his father, and he arose and came to his father. But while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. Let me stop right here. Right here. This is always given and spoken. <laughs> Miss Wine. You took Miss Wine. I was about to go in. I, just, <laughs> I, don't, eat, I don't eat them neither, Miss Wine. I, I feel you. But anyway, let me, <laughs> let me stop right here. Look. This is the prime example of how the father treats us. A lot of times when we sin, just like you remember the story of Adam and Eve and when they found out they was naked and they was hiding from God, they was mm -hmm. trying to, that's what we do when we sin a lot of times. We hide from God. We act like we don't want to go to God because we know we wrong. But God or the father, because God is an example of our father, right? God right. is literally our father, but this example is given a father. Y'all get what I'm saying? So the father saw the son a long way off, but he said the father saw him and felt compassion and ran yep. and embraced him. That's what God does for us, right? Yep. He don't. He's not looking at us and be like, mm, I don't want you, I don't want you. But but yep. a key part that said that was earlier in this story, he said, I am no longer worthy to be called your son. Treat me as one of your servants. And then before that, he says, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you. That's a key point. Repentant. He repented. Right. Yeah. When he repented, look at the response of the father after he repented. They say, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion, ran and embraced him and kissed him. Kissed can we, him. Thank can, you, can we stop ahead, right brother. there? Yeah, go ahead. Daryl, if you're still watching, this is yeah. the point that we're making. You may feel like you're a long way off, but the fact that you want to do it, the father is willing to embrace you and kiss Amen. you and have the same same reaction. For you coming back, realizing, like hey, this, this is what I want to do, like just like the story. So I'm just yeah, man. inserting you in on the story because you wanna you wanna change it, brother. And you know what I mean. God, God is excited and ready to embrace you. So go go ahead, see my bad. I just wanted to kind of put that out there. All good. Uh, and for anybody else who's going through something, and we've all been the <clears> person <throat> like this. We've all been there. If you say you ain't, you're lying. We know. Yeah, big up. time. And he arose and came to his father, but while he was still a long way off, his father saw him and felt compassion and ran and embraced him and kissed him. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned. Repenting again. Father, mm -hmm. I have sinned against heaven and before you. I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father, here's another key part. Keep watching. Uh, as, as they say, watch this, watch this. But <laughs> <laughs> as the preacher say. And the son said to him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before you, and I am no longer worthy to be called your son. But the father said to his servants, bring quickly the best robe, put it on him, 
put a ring on his hand and shoes on his feet and bring the fattened calf and kill it. Basically, bring the best steak. You know what I mean? Bring the best, be, not the breast, the best, <laughs> the best steak. You know what I'm saying? Bring the best clothes. Put a gold ring on him. Put a chain on him. You know what I'm saying? Put some diamond earrings in his ear. Whatever. Put put the best, the best on him. And bring the fattened calf and kill it and let us eat and celebrate. For this, my son, was dead and is alive again. He was lost and is found. And they began to celebrate. Now, we can rejoice for this part of the story, right? Yep. How God yep. treated him. God didn't look at him. Man, you was out there ratchet. You was wilding. Let's give a real world example. You was out there stepping out on your wife. You was out there cussing. You was out there slapping people. You was out there fighting. You was out there robbing folks. I don't want you. Now, God said when he came, when the man, the son was repentant, yep. look how yep. God Repent treated him. Apart. He ran yep. to him. He ran to him, had compassion, hugged him, kissed him, put new right. clothes on him, treated him like he was before he left. That is the right. awesomeness of God and righteousness. Uh, if you don't know what you ever heard the word righteousness, if you've been in church, you hear the word righteousness. What that means is in right standing with God, which right, means right. You in right stand. The best place of right standing is Jesus. Then you. Other words, when God see you, He see Jesus. You in right standing. But when you out of right, right. standing, you away from Him. He's not right. seeing you through the blood of Jesus. He's just seeing you and your sin. But when you in Jesus, when you within Jesus, in the right place of Jesus, if y'all can get what I'm saying, when you in the right place, in line, in tune with Jesus, God sees the blood of Jesus, and He don't mm -hmm. see your. He do. He does not see your sins. That is so encouraging because i have been one that has messed up so many times right y'all i don't even want to tell you how many ways but millions of ways i messed right. up right. where i feel like i'm not even worthy to be called to sit up here and talk about a bible right. study even preach i felt like totally unworthy me and rob had a talk the other day it's yep. like well i feel i was just discussing with him sure man i don't even feel worthy right of that but God says you are worthy. The moment you repent, you're right back in that place. That is such a great blessing. That only happens because Jesus died for us. And that's where we'll be going next. But I feel like I need to read the rest of this story. Uh, read, because, read the rest of it because I want to kind of expound on that. Because we want to expound on the part the way the older, yeah. the older son acted. Don't, I wasn't cussing. The way, the way the older son acted. Now his older son was in the field. As he came and drew near the near to the house, he heard music and dancing. And he called one of the servants and asked, what's these things meant? Other words, what's going on up in here? What y'all doing? Who partying up in here? What's popping? You know what I mean? <laughs> and he said to him, your brother has come and your father has killed a fattened calf. He ain't got the best steak out here because he, was re he has received him back safe and sound. But the older brother, he was angry. And refused to go in. His father came out and entreated him or talked with him. But his but he answered his father, Look, these many years I have served you. I have never disobeyed your command. Yet you gave me a young goat that I might celebrate with my friends. But when this son of yours, he not even saying my brother. Right. <laughs> when this son of yours came who has devoured your property with prostitutes. Yeah, we're going to bring it home. Just yep. like real life. With prostitutes, you kill fat and calf for him. You get you put the best steak for him. The Angus right. beef for him. You know what right, I mean? Right. And he said to him, "Son, you are always with me, and all that is mine is yours." It was fitting to celebrate and be glad for this. Your brother was dead and is alive. He was lost, and basically now he was found. He is found. Other words, he didn't. 
treat the the brother that did right all the time less. But he was so happy that the one that was basically dead, backslidden, came home and got back right. into the fellowship. It's, what you it's say a about two, that, Rob? It's a two part to this. So yeah. we gonna we'll bring it home for the church folk, for y'all church people who have been faithful and doing what you're supposed to do. Kudos to you. You're supposed yep. to. That's what we've been called to do. Right. But we seem to get bitter whenever someone falls off and comes back into church. And now all of a sudden they work in the sound system. They doing the light. They doing this uh -huh. and everybody excited about it. Now you bitter, Bob, because you stay faithful. You were supposed to stay faithful. The right. celebration part is this part here. Yeah. So many people will write you off because of your shortcomings and downfalls. And this is just the truth. They will do it. Even church people. And this is the reason why pe some people are off put by the church. But understand, people are human. Even the folks in the church, even your pastor, they're human. They try to make it like it, um, you know, like their way is God's way. And the, yeah. the beautiful part about it is if you've fallen off, you can repent because this is how God is going to accept you. So if you walk back through the church doors because you're embarrassed or don't want to go back through the church doors because you're embarrassed. Remember what we go to church for in the first place. It's not to see sister or brother so-and-so, which the fellowship right. is great. It's so that we can be built up in our most holy faith in God and hear the man or woman of God giving that word so that we can go back yeah, out man. and live it. So get past get past what sister or brother so-and-so is going to say, because the bigger picture is this, your eternity. Is your eternity worth worrying about what someone has to say about you falling off? Look, we, we say this, and I'm going to let C go after this. The redeemed after Rob. Trust me when I say it's a lot that he redeemed me from. And it's a lot of stuff that I have to be redeemed from on a daily, continual basis. This walk is it's not to the swift, but for he endures. So for he who endures. So if you're yeah. messing up on something, repent. We said this um, last Bible study. Repent throughout the day. Pray throughout the day. Don't just wait till at nighttime when you fall asleep. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like just repent and keep it pushing, man, for real. So if you that bitter saint because you've been in church, kudos to you. You know what I'm saying? God is blessing you. He's kept you. But celebrate the brother or sister who just came in, who who struggled for a minute because they fell off for whatever the reason may be. Go ahead, see my bad man. Nah, brother, I fully agree with you, man. I fully agree with that. Amen. The last reason, and one of the most impactful reasons, is he sent his son to die so you can live. The fifth reason to know that you are loved by God because he sent his son to die so that you can live. That's one of the greatest sacrifices. You know, in the Old Testament, it talked about uh, uh, Abraham almost had to sacrifice his son. Was it Isaiah? Isaac? Isaac. Isaac. And God stopped him, but it was a type and shadow of what God was going to do to his son, Jesus. Where he literally had to sacrifice his son for our sakes, for your sake, for you, the person that feel like you're, wor you're worthless and less than. He sent his son to die so that you can live. Never forget that. Someone died so you can live, so you can have these freedoms, so you can be, you know, set free, so you can enjoy the food that you right. like or whatever it may be. Right. He died so you'll be able to do that. Even when you was ratchet. Even when you was ratchet. Even when you was ratchet. Yep. All right, so we're going to go to Peter 2 and 24. First Peter 2 and 24. 24. Hold on one second. Get this straight. Let me get down to 24. And this goes back to that scripture that um um C just read on the last passage. Like somebody might might say they'll die for somebody who's righteous, but imagine 
somebody down for you, knowing that you, you know, you're not righteous. They knowing how messed up you are, and they still, he still went to the cross for you and me. You know what I mean? I think that's um, bro. If you've never seen Passion of Christ, I promise you, when they cr start crucifying him, and you realize what that was all about, yep, you gonna shed a tear. I'm gonna start at 18. I'm gonna go down to the end of the chapter because I like like people to get context. Yes. Servants be subject to your masters with all respect, not only to the good, but gentle also to the unjust. For this is grace. This is a gracious thing. Mindful of God, one endures sorrows while suffering unjustly. For what credit is it if when you sin and are beaten for it, you endure? But if when you do good and suffer for it, you endure. This is a gracious thing in the sight of God for this for to this you have been called. Because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. Look, the man, the only person in the Bible is your example, Jesus Christ. I'm going to say yeah. that right there and keep it moving. For to this you have been called because Christ also suffered for you, leaving you an example so that you might follow in his steps. He committed no sin, neither was deceit found in his mouth. When he was, my bad, when he was reviled or, uh, he did not revile in return or when he was hated on, he didn't hate in return. When he suffered, he did not threaten, but continued entrusting himself to him who judges justly. He himself bore our sins in his body on the tree that we might die to sin and live to righteousness. By his wounds, you have been healed for you were straying like a sheep, but now have returned to the shepherd. An overseer of your soul. So Christ was died, beaten. He died. He was beaten. All that so you may live. And so you'll have an opportunity to be righteous. So you can be in the right standing with him. What's next, Rob? What's the next? Um, you, Second Corinthians, unless you want to stay in Peter, but Second Corinthians 5 and 21. Was there another Peter? First Peter 3 and 18. Let me get to that one since I'm already in Peter. Hold on. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. First Peter, what was that? First Peter three and eighteen. Okay. All right, so first Peter three and eighteen reads, For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit, in which he went and proclaimed to the spirits in prison. Because they formerly did not obey when God's patience waited waited in the days of Noah while the ark was being prepared in which few that is eight persons were brought to safety through water. So the uh, part of this that we're focusing on is Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous. Christ was righteous. We were unrighteous that he might bring us to God being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit in which he went and proclaimed. So when Christ died, we before knowing Christ, we are unrighteous. When we know mm -hmm. when we know Christ, we are made righteous once again. Like I said earlier, in right standing with Him. Right. Next preacher. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Second Corinthians five and twenty one. All right. And what makes you righteous again is repenting. Yeah. Regardless of what. Asking for forgiveness and whole like not not saying I'm sorry, knowing you get ready to turn right back around just to ease your conscience, but truly repenting and wanting that change, like we talked about earlier. There is a difference on wanting to change and just doing it to ease your conscience. 
All right, we gonna uh, <clears throat> start with seventeen. Read all the way down. Yes, sir. Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation or a new creature. Old things has passed away. Behold, the new has come. All of this is from God, who through Christ reconciled us to himself and gave us the ministry of reconciliation. We ain't just supposed to be saved. We're supposed to help people get saved, too. That's part of our mission. That is, in Christ, God was reconciling the world to himself, not counting their trespasses against them, and entrusting to us the message of reconciliation. Once again, we're supposed to be bringing people to Jesus. Therefore, what we are, ambassadors for Christ, God making his appeal through us, we implore you on behalf of Christ to be reconciled to God. For our sake, he made him to be sin who knew no sin, so that in him we might become the righteousness of God. We're hearing this word a lot, righteousness, righteousness, righteousness. Rob right. just said, to be back into the place of righteousness, all you have to do is repent. And righteousness is a it's not a like you you super righteous or you low righteous. Righteous is just a, a place you get to. It's not about right. high righteous, low righteous, just righteousness. You get to that no spot. No low key righteousness. Just yeah, yeah. <laughs> you ain't gonna never be more righteous than you is than the day when Jesus did that. We in that place. We right. just gotta be to that place and we get there by repenting and living holy. What's the next one, bro? Sec, um, Colossians 2 and 14. I think that's the last one, right? It is. Start at 13 and go through 15 and you'll be you, you'll be straight, brother. Gotcha, brother. Gotcha. All right. Colossians 2 and 13. And you who were dead in your trespasses and the, and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive with him having forgiven us of all our trespasses by canceling thank you Jesus the record of record record or the of the debt that stood against us with his legal demands this he set aside nailing it to the cross mm. I'm gonna keep going he disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to to open shame by triumphing tri triumph say that word bro triumphing over them <laughs> thank you over them think about that y'all we were made alive together with him because he had forgiven us of all our trespasses by canceling the record of our debt that stood against us with his legal demands. Look, legally, when you sin, you're supposed to die. Right. Read the Old, Old Testament. Testament. That was one of the laws. Yeah, but man. because Christ came, he was able to put that aside, put it on him so we can live. So as we wrap this thing up, man, Five reasons, let me go back where you can see them all. Five reasons that you know that you are loved by God. I did all this to, uh, God gave me this, and I think it was an effort, you know, for the people that feel like they're less than, they're worthless, they don't count, they don't mean nothing, their life is not important. That is a lie from the enemy. That is a lie from the devil. You are important. You are worth it. And here's a few reasons why you are worth it. Hold on one second. I got to get this brother. Here's a few reasons why you are worth it. One, you are his greatest creation. Two, he will actually communicate with you. Three, he is always, always there for you. Four, the story of the prodigal son, as we read, the son, the prodigal son was living ratchet. He was living crazy. He was living wild, messing around, <laughs> wasting his money on prostitutes. But when he came back, the father ran to him, put him back in the place where he was. Uh, and number five, he sent his son to die so you can live. So in conclusion, man, we just want you to know that God loves you. Don't let anybody, including the devil, because the right. devil will speak to you. 
tell you that God does not love you. He does love you. And because things happen, you know, if a parent dies, you know, what well, if he loves me, why did he let my mama die? Or if, right. if he loved me, why he let my brother die? If he loved me, why you let, you know, why why I got to deal with this COVID? If you love me, why I got to deal with this cancer? Well, I'm going to answer that question real quickly and I'll go too deep. We're in a fallen world. Disease is in the earth. It is. You know what I mean? Everything, all these things are results of what happened when Adam and Eve fell in the garden. There's yep. disease. There's all type of things in the earth because of that. We're in a fallen world. And the way we stay away from that is stay, in a repent, stay with a repentant heart, you know, Pray for his protection over you. Literally pray that. You know, pray a hedge of protection around you. Pray for protection when you go to work, you out in the public, and we got this virus running around. Pray. You know what I mean? Don't just take for granted when I'm out here and I hope I don't get it. No, don't go with hope. Pray. Ask the Lord to protect you, and he will. He's willing. He's very able to do it. Rob, you got anything for the people? No, man. Just um, like you said, just. Stand on his word. Stand on his promises. You're worth it. You're not a mistake. God loves you. Not and, at all. You know, you know, when we was a kid, Jesus loves me. This I know. Like, um, like God the loved us. So. Yeah, or God lo- loved us so much that he gave his only begotten son. That's what we're talking about. Like, this is this is real, man. It, it's it's beyond real. And I know the sound of C voice and my voice, everybody tonight, we thank y'all for tuning in. But I know that y'all, something had to hit home because we've all been there one way or yeah, another. Man. So that's all I got, C. So I would like to say, man, if you heard this and you never heard that God loves you, you know, you never believed it. And this was the first time hearing about this. You know, I want to offer you the invitation to get to know him even in a greater way. And one of the greatest ways you can get to know God is by accepting his son. His son, Jesus, as we read about, died for you. His sins was his sins and your sins was nailed to the cross when Jesus was hung on the cross, beaten and bruised. Beaten, I believe, 39 times, 40, I don't know, a bunch of times. So much so, a uh, uh, crown of thorns on his head, so much so that his brain was bleeding and his back was, he was unrecognizable, the Bible says in some scriptures. You didn't even recognize who he was. He was beaten that bad, all for your sake so you can live. And if you want to become part of the fellowship where you can hear from God regularly, he will talk to you. Where you can be in the fellowship, in this family, this is how you do it. You have to confess Jesus as your Lord and Savior. Now, if you've been to church all your life and you never took the step to believe in your heart and confess it with your mouth, Jesus as Lord, then I'm not sure if you say you will have to. You need to confess. You know, you may not have to walk down in the front and, you know, sign a card. It ain't about signing a card. It's about signing your heart and giving your heart over to him. You know what I mean? You got to give your heart to him. So if you believe in your heart and you, and you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, you will be saved. So you can say this with me. Father God, I come to you in the thought of the name of Jesus. Lord, first and foremost, I know that I have been in sin and I am a sinner. Lord, I ask you, Lord, to forgive me for all my sins. Lord, some of them I didn't know and some of them I knew I was wrong. But Lord, I ask for your forgiveness. I repent. And Lord, I have a heart to change. I want to change. And I want to know your son. I believe that your son died on the cross and was rose on the third day for me so I can be free, so I can live and I can have life more abundantly. And, Lord, I receive your son as my savior. I confess it with my mouth and I believe it in my heart. Father, I thank you and I give you glory in Jesus' name. If you pray that, you're welcome into the kingdom. But now there's a caveat to that. There's no caveat that you are saved. But the caveat is you need to become a disciple. Learn his word, understand his word, 
open your Bible. Like our brother asked earlier, Daryl, where would you like to where know where you suggest start? I say to you, like we said to Daryl, hey, open up Matthew. Learn about your Savior even more. Learn about him and go through that and understand the word and ask God to speak. When you read the Bible, ask him to speak to you. Ask Lord, speak to me through your word. You know what I mean? And let him lead you as you keep going. And, you know, and as you mature in it, God will start telling you, read this today. Read right. this today. And you'll be like, well, I'm reading this. I ain't never heard of uh, Philemon. Why well, I'm reading Philemon. But he may lead you <laughs> <laughs> to Philemon. You know, he may re- lead you to Titus or whatever, you know, scriptures that you don't right, hear right. about all the time or books you don't hear about all the time. But under- just dig into his word because he loves you. And that's how you know of him. And inst- until you start understanding how his Holy Spirit speaks to you, you need to know his word because his Holy Spirit would never contradict his word. So it's good to know his word because right. it's a lot of voices that be talking in your head, so to speak. I ain't saying people crazy, but you hear a lot of voices. But the voice of the Lord would never contradict their word. So you need to know his scripture for that case and to grow and to get to know him. Amen. Anyway, Rob, you got anything to say on that? No, sir. All right. Anyway, man, we thank y'all for watching this uh, Bible study, man. We thank y'all for rocking out with us tonight. We appreciate everybody that come through faithfully all the time. Uh, let me put up what my, my brother highlight real said before we get up out of here. God never leaves or forsakes. I'm a true witness of how real God and God's love is, as are my brothers in Christ. Be encouraged and understand that God's purpose for you is greater than anything. God is love. Yeah, brother. Yeah, yeah. yeah brother. Hey, amen. I wanted. I'll say this so we, because I know we kind of went over, but um, I want to yeah. salute to highlight real and his mom, man. They down there in Atlanta doing things for the kingdom, and always putting together events and um and doing God's work. So salute amen. to y'all, man. Salute to y'all, big time down there. Big salute. Well, this has been the five reasons to know that you are loved by God. I'm saying one more time, you. You or mankind are his greatest creation. He will actually communicate with you. He is always there for you for the story of the prodigal son. And five, he sent his son to die so you can live. This has been not the same Bible study. And uh, I'm C. Micah. I'm Robert Dean. We're going to catch y'all in a couple of weeks, man. Hey, get in your word, man. And stay not the same.